Hello, everybody. I am. Um, <laughs> what an entrance, right? Well, I just got in. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just got in from outside. And uh, I like, ta I was taking a little walk. I like walking in the night. I don't go far. I mean, I go a few blocks, usually looking for the moon, though I wasn't looking for the moon tonight. I was just getting some air. <clears throat> and um, so uh, I'm just going to read to you a short visit tonight. It's only 10, but I was up quite early working, and I'm a bit tired. But, um, yeah. Oh, and my sister was very um, grateful for all of your nice comments about her hat. Um, I can't knit at all. I mean, basically, I can sew a hem or put a button on. And but she does beautiful work, and uh, yeah, Linda. So this is called Triumph and Deceit, and I think it's. I haven't read it for a while, or well, quite a while, but. Um, it's probably, I think it's a, the most enigmatic piece, but um, here it is. Triumph and Deceit. There is a princess, but no queen. There is the ragged day. The princess is pink and blushing, a beam upon the land. Her subjects kneel at her feet laying toys and sweets and the coins in their pockets. She has brought milk to wash in and wine to drink and presented with a young calf, gilded and perfumed. An image of a target posted on a blue tree, an old banyan tree cut from a child's book, a tree that could not stop growing, surrounded by the flowers of Ferdinand, a gentle being offered up for some semblance of child's play. The head of a white bullock is severed and caught in a silver basin, the eye gouged, inflated, and mounted on a high pole with flowing ribbons. The ritual executed, the procession now begins preceded by the princess and the pole bearer, followed by a multitude of attendants, magistrates, and mercenary priests. The popless chants, <clears throat> the popless cheers as 100 oxen, necks encircled in red paint, are led through the winding streets of the debased heart of the holy city. all file into an enormous courtyard. The oxen are herded into the center, marked for sacrifice. The beginning of the new time, cries the voice, the beginning of a new time. The pole is lifted above the heads of the spectators. The princess 
in ceremonial dress strikes the target with a tyrant's mallet. One hundred swords are raised, one hundred oxen fall. Bullseye, bells toll, hail the all-seeing eye. The rabbits scurry and know they are rabbits. The king kneels and knows he is a king. Yet the bull is a bull no longer, but a vassal claimed a slaughtered mountain. The jubilant are deaf and blind. The desecrated eye, bound in magnetic thread, is placed in a deep casket. The death note sounds, the numerical code sealed. This is their terrible covenant known by none, languishing like the dream of a pharaoh yearning to be ciphered. So that is tonight. It's funny, having, <clears throat> sorry about clearing my throat, a bit phlegmy. Um, yeah, I remember writing that. It's funny. It seems so simple, but I struggled so much with this because I had to see every single thing that was happening. The procession, the oxen falling, beautiful white oxen falling to their knees. I could see, really, it's amazing. I mean, I think about it, like, I really saw that. Anyway, that's tonight's installment. And, um, ah, time to take off my coat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yawning right, <laughs> yawning right in front of everybody. Well, you know, who cares? We all yawn, right? So um, I'll see you tomorrow. Every night, I don't. Th I don't know how many little pieces they are. They're all short, but um, they're all short. But they took a long time to write, and uh, I don't know what else there is to show you. Anything? No, just books you've already seen. So what I do is, things I'm working, like the notebooks go over here, and, uh, and the books, like these three books, they're like sort of wrecked because we have Sun and Steel, because I'm reading, I know there was some objection to this book, but I'm not reading it for content. I'm reading it for um, just yeah, personal study of style and in a funny way it's kind of funny to be studying a translation but I'm uh, you know condemned to read translations it would be, must be wonderful to you know be able to speak several languages 
I just think that that's fantastic. So we saw this the other night, the, the Rilke, Life of the Virgin Mary. And yeah, in this book I decided I'm going to reread. It's, um, you know, the classic, uh, classic um, biography of James Joyce. Cyril Connolly said, a truly masterly biography, wise in its completeness. If Joyce be a great writer, then this is a great book. So it's really, it's really, I read this a while ago, but it's got like 700 and some pages. But usually unless a book like this is really fascinating and I love every minute of it, I'll skip sections of it unless I need to look at them, you know, later for some kind of um, research or something. I just, I'm, you know, I don't read religiously. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, well, I have a funny way of reading. Sometimes, because I, I was trained speed reading when I was young, so I'll read something really fast because I just want to know what happened in the book, and then I go back and I read the whole thing again at my leisure. And uh, reading is such a wonderful thing. We're so lucky to be able to read. You know, my mother taught me to read, so I'm always grateful to her. Anyway, I'm. <laughs> this is like 10 minutes long, and I think the actual section of New Jerusalem was like two minutes long. So anyway, okay, uh, I'll say good night, and uh, I am tired. But um, I hope everybody has a beautiful night, and if you're asleep while this is happening, then you have a beautiful morning. And um, I'll see you tomorrow.